Um, anybody having a good time yet? Uh, I want to I want to show you a quick picture because we all everybody sent in a family photo. Uh, most of us did. Uh, mine. That's a close up. There you go. Oh, all right. I'll I'll let you guess which one I am. Thank you. I appreciate that. I like I I've gained a little weight over the last couple of years, but not that much. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's me on the left. To my family, and I'll I'll start with the the one, two over. How does that work? That's my lovely bride, Janie. Janie, why don't you stand up? She didn't come. Uh, Oregon, uh, I do not claim Portland, Oregon. I say, I live, you heard me say that, right? Yeah, I live in Portland, Oregon. I'm not from If you hate Portland, then I, you, don't, you don't have to hide it around me because I've lived through this whole Did I do that? Was that how I stood? <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, uh, my dad was in the, uh, in the Navy, and so I moved all over, uh, born in, in South Dakota, lived in Wyoming, and then Groton, Connecticut, San Diego, California, Seattle, Washington, and that's kind of, I'm never in the middle, always on the corners, because not a lot of ships or submarines in the middle portion of this. Uh, but I was born in Rapid City, South Dakota, while he was in the Navy, recruiting duty, by the way. That's why a lot of people, how many summer uh, Rapid City? <laughs> like just right under the four heads of Mount Rushmore, there, there's a bunch of them. Um, anyway, so that, that's, that's a little bit about me. And I, I, I was introduced as a morning speaker. I appreciate that. I thought I was the afternoon speaker uh, or the evening speaker, but oh. Hey, if I do well, I get to speak tonight. So, <laughs> awesome. And, and if not, there'll just be a great singing time. And it'll be a little bit elongated. People will be going like, yeah. uh, So ho hopefully you'll enjoy our time. Hey, I get to talk about uh, my favorite subject this whole weekend. Um, and it's, no, I know, it's you. No, it's not me. It's uh, my favorite thing to talk about in all, all all of life is Jesus. And I, that's what I'm going to talk about. And if that's okay with you, great. If not, I hope you're going to find out it's going to be well, well worth your time as we get into it. Um, uh, I, a lot of times I, I'll talk to high school kids, middle school kids, college kids is kind of my bread and butter. But now as I've gotten older, I've realized some of these high school kids, college kids are now having babies and having lives of their own. And now they're sitting in front of me. So I like talking to people, if, if you get that. Um, and a lot of times people ask questions. Like, like the first off question, uh, I don't want to assume like, like you're all believe in God or you're all, all Christians or believers or followers of the way or whatever, you know, um, um, whatever you want to say. And so I want to start with just God in general. Like who is God? What is God like? Uh, and some of you might go, good, let's get into that, because I'm not kind of figured out. I don't want to just raise my hand. By the way, uh, I, who's singing the song, The Raise Your Hands? Right? Right at the end? What was the song? And I lift up my hands. And I, and I go to a church that the people up front are like, lift up your hands! Like, <laughs> if you don't lift them, we're singing, lift up your hands! You know, people are like, 
you know, and I, and I, and I grew up in a church where we were like, I was like, and I lift up my hand, and I noticed, I was sitting in the back, not, no judgment, and there was no hands in the air, and I'm like, no, let's go, these are my people, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I don't know why I said that, um, <laughs> so I lift up my hands, um, but so I don't know where you guys are, but let's just start with, 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 with who is God. And, and it, there's a huge jump, and we could start with the like, creation and all that stuff, but to get to the point uh, of, of the biblical God, the biblical Christianity, is a lot of people are asking, what is God like? What is God like? What is God like? And so uh, the Bible uh, points to Jesus. And so that's where we're going to start. But um, first, I want to let you know a little bit... Uh, you didn't get the best speaker. I, you know, Pete was saying, hey, we, 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 we were told, hey, there's this guy that speaks, and you should have him, and he was unavailable, and they're like, hey, there's another guy, uh, and, and he was unavailable, and there's these two gals that were phenomenal, and then they're like, who's available? And I was like, I am, and so I'm here. Um, I'm not the smartest guy. I'm not a, a, a theologian. I'm not a, a professor. I'm really dumb, but I love Jesus. And so, uh, I, real quick, I, 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 I worked in Seattle for a while on, on a Young Life staff, and we had a little group of folks, that, that staff, we called it. And Danae was on her staff, and Danae had a cute little bob cut, um, dark hair, and then she drove the coolest car at the time. It was a Honda Prelude. Don't even make them anymore, I don't think, right? Maybe they're bringing it back. But it was the sports car. of the, I had a Civic. Hatchback. Uh, <laughs> I had baseball coach at the time, so I had screwed a baseball onto the stick shift, the manual, and so I could, you know, practice my pitches while I drove. And we had just, uh, we had just left uh, a meeting, and she took off in her prelude, and I, uh, and I got in my car, and I took off too. Well, I met her about two lights up. I was right behind her. And so I don't know what you guys do when you see somebody and you're driving. So I'm driving, and I see somebody, and I pull up behind them. What's a great way to say hello? What? Hit them with your car. Correct. So uh, thank you. I'm not the only one. All right. Um, so not, not like hit them, but like a kiss, you know? And so Danae's sitting at the light, and I roll up behind her, and I just, boop, you know, kind of bump, and her head kind of goes up, and, and I'm like, hey, you know, and her hands go up, and... Light turns green, go up over hill. In Seattle, you're going up over hills. Like, I don't, do you have hills here? All right. So imagine, it's almost kind of like a roller coaster then. But you drive, you drive, right? So we're driving up in the hills and come to a, a, a light. Stop. Now, if, if to say hello to somebody is, is a nice little kiss on the bumper, what's a better way? Right? A little, little bigger kiss. <laughs> so here we are. She's at the light. I'm like, hey. I'm going to kiss her again. And this time, I came in a little hot. Um, and boom, kind of jolted my, I kind of go forward. And I was like, oh, that might have not have been the best one. And her neck goes back and starts screaming like this. And I'm like, ah, it's me. Gotcha. Light turns green. She speeds off. Uh, and uh, come to the, the, major, the major light. I'm sitting, coming up right behind her. This time, I'm. Uh, laying on the horn, bah, boom, 
she starts talking back and doing this and freaking out. I'm like, okay, that's enough, right? She's might have gone overboard. <laughs> Light turns green, she takes off, and instead of doing it, I'm like, I'm gonna go next to her. I gotta get going. I'm 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 over this. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn off and go. <laughs> so as I pull up next to her, the guy in the car <laughs> turns to me gives me a, a piece of his mind, and then uh, takes a hard left. And it was at that moment, I was like, wow, Denae looks different. <laughs> she actually looks like a man that's not Denae. See, I had mistaken this bob, haircut, short dude, a gal, <laughs> as, and it was really, really unfortunate, embarrassing. Uh, luckily, he didn't pull over and, and gun me down. Luckily, he didn't pull over and do it. He just got afraid of this guy going <laughs> three times hitting him. Um, I told that, I've told that story because that's my life, right? I, I was like, this is a stupid person you're going to hear from. And he's other stupid people in here. All right, just three, four, five. Okay, I'll, I'll let it breathe. Any other stupid people? Any other? We got seven. Okay, you can, okay we can nod. Okay, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Buses will wait. Okay, um, I, w- I was speaking at a banquet in Spokane, Washington. Danae was there. And I went up to her. I was like, Danae! I haven't seen her in years. I'm like, I, I'm telling this story about you and me and the cars. I tell it to so many people. And she's like, what? I'm like, remember when I kept, oh, that's right. She wasn't there. <laughs> I'm like, I talk to you about you all the time. It's really great. She's like, uh, yeah. So mistaken identity. So many people think they know. I, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I know what God is like. I know. In fact, I'll kiss it. Meanwhile, you're barking up the wrong tree. I know what God is like. I know exactly what he's like. Uh, And for many of us, God's like a cop. Right? How many people drive drive on the freeway, you're driving down, what is the speed limit around here? 80? Okay. Uh. And you're driving along, and as soon as a cop police officer, highway patrol person, whatever, is sitting on the, on the side of the road, you do what? Slow down, Slow down right? Uh, I was just on the phone with somebody recently, one of my golfers, I, I coach golf at, at home, and he's a brand new driver, and he was on, on the um, driving, and he goes, ah, 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 ah. I was like, what's going on? He's like, there was a cop. I was like, uh, guilty conscience? He's like, I just hope he doesn't pull me over. I was like, are you doing anything bad? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> and I think that's so much how we live our lives. I just, I'm, I'm living my life. I'm trying to be a good person. I'm just going to do my goodest. But if God really knew he's going to pull me over and incite me, give me a ticket, put me in jail, do whatever, he's just waiting for me to mess up and just get me. I mean, that's how for so long my, my, my upbringing in, in the church was, you know, do the right thing, be good, be good, be good, be good, be good. 
And then you get heaven, right? If you be good, 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 you're going to get all the good stuff. Oh, I was good. I was better than you guys. <laughs> At least I believed it. But I was good for an angry God. And it, and it, it caused some, this ugliness inside me. Hey, kid, you ever pray for your friends? Why? Why would I do that? They're bad. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's an ugly place to be. And then somebody started saying, hey, have you, have you ever met Jesus? I'm like, oh, yep, said the prayer when I was eight. Boom. I'm in. You're in what? I'm in. I'm in. When I die, I'm going. <laughs> said the prayer. Oh, tell me about your relationship with Jesus. I'm sorry? Oh, tell me about your walk with God. I already told you, I'm in. <laughs> Prayer, card, card-carrying Christian. He said, just one more time when I ask. Tell me about your walk with God. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. That was my young life leader. And he said, follow me and I'll show you what I mean. Folks, that changed everything. No longer trying to live to please an angry God, but trying to become a, a son of a loving father. Yeah, are you writing these things down? <laughs> I wasn't even going to talk about any of that, by the way. Um, let's, look to the, uh, let's look to the Bible. No, actually... Can we, do, you want, do you want to play the clip? Do you want, to play, do you want to guys like movies? All right, let's play a clip. This is one of my favoriteest movies in the whole wide world. Uh, it's Bruce Almighty. All right, am I in the way? Am I standing in the wrong spot? God is a mean little kid on an anthill. He can fix my life in five minutes if he wanted to, but he'd rather burn off my feelers and watch me squirm. That's so many people, whether they admit it or not, I mean, that's really the deal. I'm just going to live a life to try and make God happy. Try and, try and do it. Try. I have a niece who has given her whole life to serving Christ. And uh, I was talking to her recently, and I said, oh, thank you for praying for me. I said, I just, I'm, so, I'm so thrilled with how, how you're living your life. And she goes, I just hope, I just hope that, that God will see my gifts and, and accept me. I'm like, what? You, you're, you've given your whole life. Why are you not sure of God's love? And so... Uh, my, my young life leader, 
encouraged me to look in the Bible. He goes, if you want to know what God is like, go to, go to his word. And so one of the first places we looked was the, uh, Exodus 34. And it says, uh, and, and uh, God's talking to Moses, and he says this, 34. Verse 6, and he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming this, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and abounding in love. Wait, what? <laughs> that wasn't my picture of God? Compassionate? What's compassion? My picture of compassion is this. I'm walking down the hallway and somebody trips, stumbles, boom, paper everywhere, books, everything's their coffee, their mug, their Yeti, whatever, <laughs> or their Stanley. All right, that was for you ladies. Um, has fallen all over. And most people, first thought is, I'm glad that's not me. Oh, sucks to be you. <laughs> The compassionate person's the one that gets down on their knee and starts scooping papers up, picks up the mug. Are you okay? Is there anything you need to do? It's a gut, it's a gut level love that says, I can't sit back and just watch. Compassion is something's wrong and I have to do something about it. That's compassion. And, and God says about himself, the compassionate one. And that blew me away. God is compassionate. He sees something wrong and doesn't sit back and go, well, it sucks to be you. But has a, a, a gut-level, wrench, gut-wrenching level of love that says, I have to do something about it. Gracious. Compassionate and gracious. Slow to anger. Woo! Thanks be to God. Are you kidding me? God's slow to anger? I'm so glad God's not like me. Because you cut me off on the freeway one time. Ooh. Now, the Lord has worked on this over the years. But don't, um, that's why my wife's not here. Because she'd be like, uh, tell them about what you did that one time. <laughs> All right, you want to know how bad I am? I, okay, again, I am not the right speaker for this weekend. <laughs> I was on my way to a youth workers luncheon on my way to go oh yeah look at us youth workers right oh, i can't believe i'm saying this this isn't in my notes but you want to know how bad okay <laughs> in oregon we don't pump our own gas <laughs> it's illegal to pump our own gas so we have to sit in our cars and wait for our turn even if there's an open spot you wait and then the attendant comes. I'm at a, at a gas station at a grocery store, and I'm on my way to my meeting. And I'm waiting, and the person in front of me is at the gas station, and there's an open spot, and then somebody else. So there's one in the middle, and most compassionate people, gracious people, wait for the three to move on, and then the three cars move up, and I'll do it together. Long line. I've been waiting for a long time. One, one car up, one car up, one car up. I'm next. I'm the fourth car, right? The one, I missed two, and then I'm right there. Here comes a little Subaru, of course. <laughs> and 
she's, uh, she rolls up, and I go, beep, beep. <laughs> Keeps rolling, beep, beep. And the, uh, the cars in front of us start to go, and she just pulls in front of me. And I go, like, ee, ee. And I'm, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, you guys. She pulls in the thing. I flip open my door. Walk up. Do, 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 right on the window. I'm like, open the door. She's like, I'm like, roll down the window. Like that. And so, oh, I, I, I'm a horrible person. I open up like, you cut off all these people who've been waiting this whole time. And she's like, ah. And as I, I have, I'm yelling at her and I have the door open. The, like the Holy Spirit's like, who are you? What are you doing? I am not slow to anger. You, you crossed me one time. It's, let's go. Why would, I, why would I think God was any different, right? Well, I go to Scripture. Why, why am I so afraid of God? Why am I so, because I think he's just waiting to take me out. Oh, 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 you did that again. Bam. And we don't really believe that, but we live like we do. God says he's slow to anger and abounding in love and faithfulness. That's somebody I could get excited about hanging out with. Somebody who's slow to anger, abounding in love. Abounding in love. It's overflowing. It comes, uh, it's like a fountain that just keeps on coming. That's a lot of love. Anybody have kids? Two, three, three of you, four. Okay, so I'm talking to the people who have kids right now. Which, which, which one? If you have more than one, how, which one do you love the most? <laughs> Half of you are like, I know. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. You don't love, you love them differently. You love them individually. You love them perfectly as much as you can. No, one gets a little bit more on your nerves sometimes. <laughs> But you love them. You, you have, come on, can we can not be real? <laughs> um, but you love them. You, you're, you, uh, th that's, where, that's where we get that. This doesn't come from us. God has that. He's abounding in love. And then as I looked farther into the New Testament, started opening up Scripture and found this. In Colossians 1, 15 and 19, Colossians, Jesus is the visible image of the invisible God. Has anybody ever said, God, I just want to see you. I wish I could just see you. And Jesus said, uh, people asked him, hey, just show us the Father. Philip asked him, hey, just show us the Father and that'll be enough for us. Just, what did Jesus say back? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. For I and the Father are one. Whoa! You want to know what God's like? Look to Jesus. His friends, same thing. We're like, I just want to know what you're like. I want to know. I want to see the Father. He's like, Hey, Joe, come here real quick. We were talking earlier, and Joe said, Hey, can you bring me up on stage? 
I said yes. Thank yeah, you. yeah, you bet. You bet. Thanks. You bet. <laughs> All right, here, now stand forward. Right, wait, right under the. Right there. Okay, perfect. All right, now I just want you to say a couple words. God. <laughs> Try it again. I don't, uh, maybe less guttural. Maybe just more. Just matter of factly. Just hey. I am God. Any of you guys believe him? There's usually one. <laughs> Do you believe you? All right. Hey, have a seat. Thank you. Give it up for Joe. I love that. I'm got people like, wait, Kent told him to say that? What kind of place is this? That's basically what Jesus did. And instead of people nervously laughing, watch out for the lightning bolt. The people he lived with, his friends, were like, mm, yep. Yeah, he is. I am God. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I and the Father are one. Time to kill him. But his friends who spent time with him, the friends that really knew him, were like, mm-hmm, he was. How? How do I know this? He lived a life. He came, he... he I'll just call it show and tell. He told us he was God, but then he showed us. If we uh, open up to uh, Mark 4, no, yes, Mark 4. And Mark, I love to talk about Mark. Um, does anybody know who Mark was? One of, the, one of the 12, right? What? It was he not? Hmm, that's weird. How did Mark get all of his stories? Pete. Er, yeah, it's a different guy. <laughs> Peter Johnson. Um, uh, Pete, Peter uh, relayed his life to Mark. Mark wrote it down for him. Isn't that cool? Matthew was a guy. John was a guy. Mark was not the guy, but Peter was. And we'll find later on how interesting that is, that this is Peter's version. One of the closest ones. Let's, uh, let's open up to Mark 4. Let's, let's see some of the cool stuff Jesus did. That day, verse 35, when evening came, he said to his disciples, uh, a lot of times when I'm talking to people, they, they don't like the word disciples, so I just use friends, his, his, his cronies or whatever. But are you, if you guys are okay with disciples, I'll use the disciples. Okay, you're okay, good. Okay, we're good, all right. <laughs> That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let's go, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. I'm reading out of NIV. It's not the right one. It's just the one I have in my hand. Um, there were also other boats with them, or with him. Hear that. Just as he was in the boat, there were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up. 
and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Did you hear that? When was I mean, you got, I mean, you guys are the land of a gazillion lakes. I understand that. But do you ever use the term squall? Have you, anybody here ever said squall even? Squall? No? Does anybody know what a squall is? You're a squaller, right? What's a squall? It's a downburst of energy from the sky. He's a pilot. Okay, it's a what? <laughs> okay, he's a pilot. I heard that, but I didn't, it's a downburst of rain. It collects up the clouds, it comes down. Comes down. Is there any wind involved? It's a squall. What's your name? Bill. Bill, you get an A for the day. <laughs> Problem is, it, com it comes from me, not from God. But uh, That's awesome. You're a pilot. Uh, let's go flying sometime. All right. It, that's even, I was, I was understand. I didn't know that it came down, from, it, but I knew this part, that it's a, a wind-driven driven energy. Or, so, so, in, in that time, in that place, that it would happen, and the, it would just, the wind would just burst across, across the Sea of Galilee, the lake, whatever, and, and it would churn up the water. So it could go, it could go from glass to storm immediately. And uh, so it says here, as, as Mark's telling the story from Peter, it's not just a squall, it's PO'd. <laughs> it says it's a furious squall. Oh, this squall's got an attitude, okay? <laughs> It's a furious squall. Came up, and the waves broke over the boat. And of course, you know the boat. Some of you guys have been on boats here. Their boat was like a glorified fat canoe, right? It wasn't like, oh, it's a yacht. No, they were all sitting down like this, this tall, right? They're, they're, they're like this. I don't see all of you now, right? Because the waves are starting to come up over the boat. So they're down low, and they're rowing, right? And maybe with coffee cans trying to get some water out and whatnot. And they're down on the on the in the boat, and, and the waves are coming over. Now, these guys have been in the water a lot. They're fishermen. They get this. It says, the furious squall broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, and you all know the stern is right there in the front of the boat. So, <laughs> is it not? Where is it? The back. That's what I meant. The aft. The aft. Jesus was aft. Or everybody else. Okay. Uh, so Jesus is in the back of the boat, um, sleeping on a cushion. Okay, for me, have you, when I picture reading stuff, when I'm reading the Bible, I'm picturing it. I've never even thought of people having cushions. I thought everything was rock and dirt. You know, it's like, right? And all of a sudden, it's like, ooh, he had a cushion. Like, did he bring it from heaven? Or how to get a cushion? Do they have cushions? And what do they cushion it with? You know, it's like it was so cool. See how the Bible can be fun? All right. This is my favorite. All right. So he's sleeping. Not only is he sleeping, the, not only is the squall there, it's furious. Not only is he sleeping, he's sleeping comfortably. He's on a cushion. Do you feel are we there yet? Are we getting there? All right. He's sleeping on a cushion. Disciples woke him and said, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? Whew, what a great, thank you. <laughs> the squall is no longer furious. Oh. Don't you care? 
He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Immediately, the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He rebuked the disciples for waking him up. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, he didn't rebuke. Okay, he rebuked the wind and the waves. Interesting. Right? What, what God are we serving? My God growing up would have rebuked me. What are you doing waking me up? I was sleeping comfortably on a cushion amidst this furious squall. But yet Jesus wakes up, rebukes the wind and the waves, and he says to them, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and waves obey him. Don't you care if we drown? Now, if we're honest, everybody close their eyes, right? I'm not going to ask for hands. Every head, head. No. Who said that to God? You're in the midst of brokenness and hurt and pain and disease, and it sucks. Don't you care? It's exactly where they were. And his response was, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? You guys, that's what we're doing today, tomorrow, the next couple days, and, and I hope that every day after, until we see him face to face, who is this Jesus? And when we find out, when he, when he reveals himself more and more and more, it will just transform our lives. Who is this Jesus that wants to love me as I am? Who is this Jesus? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Now, a couple days later, they're on, on the lake again. Same dudes, same Jesus, maybe different boat. Chapter 6, it says this. He had just fed 5,000 plus folks with a little boy's lunch. It's a kid's meal. It was a little cheaper. <laughs> Verse 45 says, Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to Bethsaida. While he dismissed the crowd. After leaving them, he went up onto a mountainside to pray. There's the picture. These guys, hey, I'll meet you in Bethsaida. I'll meet you on the other side of the lake. I'm going to go pray, get these people out of here. All right. Oh, they're back in this, right? It's maybe a day or two. They just had him calm a storm. They're moving across the lake. He's praying up on the hill. When evening came, the boat was in the middle of the lake. Uh, other other uh, 
places it says they were three, and a half to, three to three and a half miles out. Uh, they're in the middle of the lake, and he was alone on land. He saw his disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. You just got rebuked the other day, wind. What are you doing, wind? It's back. Why? Well, notice uh, the wind never stops. The stuff that comes at us every day, it doesn't stop. Different day, new storm, it, you'll, you'll notice that. Uh, about the, because the wind was against them, about the fourth watch of the night, which is about three in the morning, a lot, most of the time when you guys are just chilling, in bed, they were out in the middle of the lake. He went out to them, walking on the lake. He was about to pass by them, but when they saw him walking on the lake, they got, thought he was a ghost. They cried out because they all saw him and were terrified. Did you catch it? Did you catch that? Did I read it wrong? I probably read it wrong. Let me read it one more time. About the fourth watch of the night, he went out to them walking on the lake, and he was about to pass by them, but, big but right here, right in Scripture. But when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought he was a ghost. They cried out because they all saw him and were terrified. He told them, I'm going to meet you in Bethsaida. He did not tell them, I'm going to meet you in the middle of the lake. So he was a man of his word. I don't know, maybe he, imagine he's Jesus, he could have just been like this, and the water moved him. I mean, who, over there, Bethsaida, go. You know, maybe he was like, hit it. <laughs> I don't know how he did it. He probably was slalom, but... Um, yeah. But he's walking on like the God of the universe in human flesh is walking on water, not frozen water. <laughs> I can't say that stuff in the West Coast. Like, what do you mean frozen water? Anyway. <laughs> Hear this. But he stopped. Why? Why? It says, because they thought he was a ghost and they cried out because they all saw him and were terrified. He was about to pass by them. And he stopped because of their fear. They were afraid. And Jesus stops. Hey. He said, immediately he spoke to them. Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. The God, the, the compassionate and, and gracious God, the God with a great sense of humor, the God who was going by them to meet them on the other side, but because of their fear, the same guys that just said a couple days ago, don't you care? Yeah, I do a lot. I care more than you know. He stops. You know, in, in, in Peter's telling, it stops right there. It says, do not be afraid. And then it goes to, then he climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down. They were completely amazed. The, 
most under, understated statement in the whole Bible. Uh, they were completely amazed. You know, like, uh, they had to change their shorts. <laughs> uh, they, I mean, how, it was, it, are you kidding me? They were completely amazed. You guys, if you ask the question, who is this? Who is this Jesus? You will be completely amazed. Promise you. If you dive into a real relationship with a God who loves you, you will be completely amazed. Can I just talk about something real quick? I, I, let me go to Matthew. Uh, where is it? Matthew something. You know, this is Matthew's telling of it. It's Matthew chapter 14. Because Peter says, take her, uh, Jesus said, take courage as I, don't be afraid. And uh, Matthew tells it a little differently. It says, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Verse 27. That, that, same, same, right? There's all these, you know, contradictions in Scripture. How can you believe Scripture? <laughs> I live in the West Coast. That's how my neighbors talk to me. <laughs> Next verse, verse 28 says, <laughs> this is Matthew telling it. Let me talk about my boy Peter. <laughs> Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me, Come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water. That's amazing. And came toward Jesus. Another but. But when he saw the what? Wind. When he saw the wind, he was afraid. We were just talking about the wind. How Jesus rebuking wind. Shut up wind. Stop wind. Peter's like, sees the wind. He's like, oh no. He saw the wind and was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. This is how I read this my whole life. <laughs> you little faith. That's how I always read it as a kid. That's how I always read it, right? Jesus said, <laughs> you little faith. I don't think he actually says that. Moms, dads, your kids trust you wholeheartedly trust you. That blesses your heart. I think Jesus said it like this. Oh, Peter, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? We could have been doing this all day long. This would have been dope, dude. We could have walked all the way there and back. Just keep your eyes on me. But how we see God how you fear God, you have a little faith. <laughs> and I think that's why Peter left that out. I think Peter left that out because he was ashamed. He's telling Mark, and then and Jesus said, take courage in his eye, do not be afraid. And everything happened after that. <laughs> Matthew's like, um... There was something else happening at that, Mark. Just move on. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Think about your own life. Three more hours? Is that, is that what you're telling me? I have three more hours. 
What does that mean? Is that, are you telling me something for three minutes? Oh. Okay. <laughs> hey, take courage. I'll be, I'll be done soon. I'm almost done. I just got a little sidetracked. Wait. Can I have another 30 seconds, y'all? Oh. <laughs> a plus. Uh, I think God wants to use us in other people's lives. Even the stuff that we don't like talking about. Like being a, a little jerk. I would have used another term. Normally, I don't really know you yet. At the gas station. Ah, oh, what a horrible... What a, like, I want to strike that from the record. Oh, the, hey, tell me about the day you went to the youth... Oh, yeah, I, I went, grabbed lunch, and I went to the... Uh, then I showed up. Then I, I just showed up. <sighs> There's a lady who said something about you knocking. Oh, no, no, I just showed up. That's not that, that's it. But somehow, even our brokenness, even, even, even the stuff that we're not excited about, God can use that in people's lives. Think about that. Matthew's writing it down. He's like, oh, this was awesome. Peter, you got to walk he was excited for his buddy. He went out. He did it. He had the faith. Even if it was little, he still had it. Lord, if it is you, if it's really you, show me. I don't know how he did it. Let's do that this weekend. Let's lean in. Jesus, if it's really you, show yourself. Prove yourself to me. I, I doubt, and that's okay. Don't doubt and turn around and walk away. Doubt and lean in. Go prove it. Show me. He will. Promise you. I promise you. The God of the universe loves you so much, he's going to do whatever it takes to win your heart. Not win your obedience. Not win your... When your heart, he loves you very much. I promise that if you lean in and ask the question, you will be completely amazed.